Hey everybody, what's going on? You're listening to the J, not the J, you're listening to, I'm just saying, with Justin Worley. I almost said the JW podcast there. Yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling with the with the volume stuff there. Does that sound good? Does that sound better? Does that sound worse? I don't know. Write in to the address that you don't know and let me, let me adjust. What's going on? Thank you for listening to the show. We might be actually tuned up a little too high today. I got to take these headphones off. This is going to screw me up all day. All right. Headphones off. Um, welcome to the weekend, everyone. It is now Sunday. Uh, I hope you had a good Saturday, good Friday. For those of you don't, that don't work Saturdays, I hope you had a good Friday. Uh, I have to work Fridays. And by Fridays, I mean Saturday mornings. I have to work Saturday mornings. So my Fridays usually end up around 8 o'clock at night. I have a few drinks. Nothing too crazy because I have to get up at 3 a.m. But uh, I have a few drinks and then, you know, I pass out slash sleep slash toss and turn. And then I get up at 3 a.m. And then I go to work. And I have to be there by 5 Five o'clock in the morning, and I usually get there on four thirty. And I sit there in the lunchroom until I can punch the clock and go onto the floor and do every American's duty and work. Uh, that screws up the entire Saturday afternoon, and this well, not necessarily afternoon, but the Saturday night. It it, it screws everything up for Saturday night. I uh, I had all intentions. All intents and purposes, that's not the right saying, of watching the Penn State-Ohio State game last night. I got home. I had some ribs marinating. Uh, It was my fiance's, Amelia's last day at her job um, with a company. I won't say the company because she gets probably going to get all weird about it if I do. Um... And it was her last day, and she told me she really liked these style of ribs that I made when I made them back in the day. And it was the all right. Let, let's get back to the story. Let's let's start from the beginning. I bought a smoker years like a year ago, and I followed to the T the rib recipe, and it turned out amazing. The ribs were great. Now, she will only eat the ribs if I do them the way the exact recipe calls for. This, my normal way of doing ribs is get them out, throw some salt, pepper, garlic on them, throw some brown sugar on them with some pepper flakes and chili powder and stuff like that, rub that all on the ribs and throw them in the smoker. Okay. For most people, those are good ribs. For myself, I enjoy those ribs. They get a nice crust on them, you know, everything like that. Uh, these ribs, however, of course the ribs that she likes, however, you have to marinate overnight in a mixture in a pan. And, and I thought, I thought I would have to use a five gallon bucket, but I did, I did not have to do that. So that's good. I marinated them in a pan with, um, what the hell did you, orange juice. There was some orange juice. There was some soy sauce. There was dry ranch, two packets of one ounce, two one ounce packets of dry ranch, 
uh, all, all kinds of shit, pretty much. Basically, a real big pain in the ass. And of course, those are the kind she likes. What are you going to do? So it was her last day on Friday, and I decided I would make her the ribs that she likes. Because every other time I make the ribs, she goes, These are good, but they're not as good as the ones you made the first time. What did you do the first time that made them so good? Like, these are okay. Like, I'll nibble at them and then kind of turn my nose up. But the other ones were so good. Well, I know. Obviously, women only like the things that are a pain in the ass. So, I made the ribs. And I had them in the smoker for about four and a half hours yesterday. At which I decided... Well, what was it? Thursday or Friday, I went out and I bought a bunch of other shit. I I thought, you know what? While I'm smoking these ribs, I'm probably going to be hungry before they're done. So, I decided to buy, like, I don't know, at giant food stores, they have this... uh, I don't know. They put them out every once in a while. They're like, hey, here's some leftover cuts of sirloin. Hey, here's some pork chop or some pork, like good cuts of pork, but they're like leftover kind of thing. And we're going to package them up. And if you want to buy them, you can buy them. So I bought some sirloin tips and and things like that and, and some bacon and all kinds of stuff. So during the course of uh, the rib making, I also made some smoked hot sausage and some sirloin wrapped in bacon, which was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And I smoked a cigar and I hung out on the deck. And, you know, I don't think, I don't know if we're liked around here (laughs) Uh, as far as our neighbors go. Like our next door neighbor uh, is odd. Like she's her own person. Uh, She's not somebody else's person. She uh, she has like 49 outfits that are all the same and she wears them 49 out of the 52 weeks of the year and the other weeks she's just not outside. Uh, very nice lady. She keeps to herself. The neighbor next to her is a girl guy. He's a guy. We had conversation. You know, we talked and... Uh, I'm, I'm out there smoking and stuff and everything like that. I asked him if he wants to try some stuff. And, and he said no to no to both things. I said I was I got some hot sauce over here and I got some some steak wrapped in bacon if you want to try some. No, no, I'm fine. Like, when you offer somebody food like that and, and they're like a neighbor, I think that's a uh, fuck you, I don't trust you. I don't know. Is that me reading into it too much? Like... If I offer, if somebody offers me food and I say no, it's usually because I think they're dirty, and uh, I don't, I don't trust what they have because I think I don't think they're clean. They're clean people, and I may get sick from what they're eating. And I usually don't have that uh, issue, f- like me going to people offering food. Like I, I bring food to work and things like that, and, and people eat it. I've never been turned down by my food so I don't know maybe maybe my neighbors don't like me so I made all this stuff and it was great it was a great night and um, I was drinking of course because it's the weekend and that's what you do and I think I probably fell asleep around 6.38 6.38 6.39 and a half maybe uh, so I saw none 
of the Penn State-Ohio State football game. And that was probably a good thing because I would have freaking... I would have been flipping out. Because from what I saw in the highlights, we Penn State was doing everything in the first half. Everything. They're a second-half team. So if we're scoring and we're stopping in the first half, that's a good thing. Because in the second half, you know, most of the time we're going to get better. We're going to do good things. The second half, we still played okay. But we led Ohio State right back in the game to the point where they, even, they took the lead and... Yeah. They took the lead. We scored, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. We're, we end up down in the fourth quarter, last play of the game, fourth and five. Not last play of the game, but it's fourth and five. We call a run up the middle. It's fourth and five. We run the ball on a draw play up the middle. Not a draw play, but basically a, a shotgun handoff. Up the middle! Why is that the play? Trace McSorley, the Penn State quarterback, had been running all over the field, over 100, 100 yard rushing, over 200 yards passing. Why wouldn't you put the ball in the hands of the best player you have? Instead, you hand it off to, a, to somebody who, okay, if you give it to McSorley, he can run. He can make a run. It's five yards. Or he can pass. You know, you have the option. If you hand it to your running back, he ain't throwing the fucking ball. What are you doing, Franklin? What If you're letting somebody call your plays, he's not calling the right plays. Penn State ended up losing 26-27. That might have taken him out of the playoff hunt. And now a big loss at home. They were. It was a home game. It was a big loss. Ohio State's tough as shit. All respect to the Buckeyes, as hard as that is to say. Th- this shouldn't have happened. How do you how do you run the ball on that play? That baffle, that blows my mind. How you run the ball on a fourth and five, a fourth and two, maybe even a fourth and three. I can see it, but a fourth and five, you're an idiot. There's no reason you should run the ball there. It should be a a, a throwing play with you know Trace McSorley, who's the most mobile quarterback probably in the NCAA at this point. And I'm talking out my ass because I've only watched Penn State games. But that doesn't matter. My uneducated opinion still matters. I, I don't get why you wouldn't put that in his hands. Why would you put that in? He's the best player on the team. And you take the ball away from him. On his senior year, the biggest home game of his senior year, and you take the ball out of his hands. James Franklin, if you're leaving things up to your coordinators... Because he, he, he came out in the, in the post game and he said, uh, you think I'm crazy now? You haven't seen anything. This will never happen again. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, show me. I don't want to hear it from you. First off, God, I hope your coordinators are calling your plays because there's been a lot of times this year where your offense has looked like shit and you've gotten lucky because you played shit teams and you probably have the talent to be way better than you are. And your play calling sucks. Since you've been here, your play calling sucks. So if it's you, you need to change some shit. That's all I got to say about that. Anyway, so today's Sunday. The Eagles play the Titans at 1 o'clock. I expect a victory there. Because if there isn't, I will kill a child. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, might, I might kill a puppy. I will kill a puppy... In front of 
I don't know. What, what's a big puppy? Thing? I'm not. Anyway, this is stupid. So, um, Eagles play today, one o'clock against the Titans, and Alshon Jeffrey's back. That's a big thing. Alshon Jeffrey's back. Hopefully, that provides some more offense for the team, or at least a freaking, you know, uh, oh, what the hell is that? Not a dummy. A uh, a decoy. A decoy for the defense to have to worry about and opens up other areas. So hopefully it does that. Uh, and the Eagles can move to 3-1, and one, which would be great because the rest of the division kind of sucks. Um, but we need to keep pace and keep burying them in the cellar of the season. So let's go to the news and see what's happening right now. Uh, by the way, I opened the show with the... Uh, Van Halen Panama song, which was overdubbed with Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh! Kavanaugh! And uh, because I believe, all right, he's being the, the he's being thrown drugged through the mud here. This society in general is is screwed up. Um, the fact that when you're 17 years old. Okay, say this story's true. It's pretty fucked up, right? Uh, you know, you run into a bedroom with a passed out girl who only had one beer, right? And uh, she's passed out. Only had one beer. She's passed out. Uh, and you jump on the bed. You cover her mouth and you try to take her clothes off. Your buddy jumps on the bed. You roll onto the floor. You wrestle around. She runs out of the place. That's, that's the accusation. That's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. If your intent was to have sex with this girl and she didn't want to do it and she was fighting, like fighting back, you know, not like, not like, oh, we're both drunk and, oh, this is, you know, I don't know if I want to do that. And and, and she keeps it all internal. Like, like, I don't know if I want to do this or she's hesitant or something like that. And she ends up having sex. That's different than what this is. A lot of people a lot of people want to say, oh, this is just, you know, oh, you know, kids learning sexuality and things like that. I don't know that I've ever done that. And I've done I've done horrible things. You know, looking back, I go, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But I've never forced a girl to do something like that. Like I've I've never put my hand over a girl's mouth unwillingly. Uh, and and may, and like to silence her in a room full of people so I could have sex with her while nobody knew against her will. Like that's that's fucked up. That's rape. That's absolutely rape. But if it didn't happen, which is what what, what the evidence kind of points to, it didn't happen, or at least it didn't happen. Okay, it may have happened, but it wasn't Brett Kavanaugh. Like maybe this experience happened to her. But it wasn't him. And for him, that's got to be hell. Like your your wife, your kids. How are your kids going to look at you? If he has daughters, like how are they going to look at you? My dad was a rapist. Like how, like I don't want him as my father kind of thing. Like these things need to be investigated and need to be looked at way deeper before it even gets here. This shouldn't even reach the public. In my opinion, this should have been done before he was even nominated. 
if, if, if the Democrats, which is what it looks like, had any evidence that this guy was capable or there was rumors of things like this, this should have been handled way before that. Why ruin families when you can just probably handle this behind the scenes? Oh, I know. Because it's a political fucking explosion to say, hey, there's this right-leaning Supreme Court justice nominee, and let's put him through the gutter because this is what all right-wing people are. Well, that ruins families, and that and that's not okay to me. He was a high school kid. They're going over his high school yearbook of where he made jokes and wrote horrible things, and who didn't? Who didn't? Who didn't make horrible jokes in high school? Who didn't laugh at people that were probably less fortunate than them? Who didn't make some bad sexual decisions in high school? Who didn't drink way too much in high school? Who didn't have a blackout night in high school? Who didn't smoke something or takes a pill or takes a pill or take a pill or do something in their youth that they regret as an adult? Does that mean they're a horrible person? I don't think it does. I mean, they asked the man if he had a, a if he had ever drank so much that he would he went into a blackout, and his response was, "Well, have you?" And the woman asking him this like stopped and was stunned, didn't know what to say. Said, "Uh, uh, uh, we're not talking about me, sir. Have you ever had? You know, we all have. We all have woken up the next day after fucking boozing and went, ah, shit." Let's tiptoe through the morning to see if my significant other or people around me are pissed at me or are going to tell me stories of what I did. We've all had that moment. And if you haven't, good for you. But most of society has had that moment. It's part of life. Um, and you know what? It looks like now uh, they are, the, the Republicans have the vote. They're probably going to put them in because of the testimony. And uh, But now there's an FBI investigation for a week. I, I think they allowed them a week to do whatever the hell they want to do. And uh, hopefully he gets in. You know, I, I, I hope what he's saying is true. I hope he didn't do it. If he did it, it's horrible. And I think this is a ploy by the Democrats 100% because of the timing. Because apparently they had this information since July and sat on it. So to me, that looks like, okay, he probably won't get in, so we'll keep this in our back burner. And then, oh shit, he's going to get in. we got to bring this out. That's what that looks like to me. So hopefully he gets in. And hopefully it's not true. And she'll go on. Uh, Dr. Ford is her name now. Uh, by the way, look up this story. There's a lot of crossing of information here. Like uh, some, someone related to Kavanaugh ended up... Uh, either suing or or putting one of uh, Dr. Ford's family members out of business down the road as they got older. Like So there's, there's all kinds of things that are intertwined here that are motivation for her to speak out against him. But she'll write a book. You know, she'll write a book probably claiming the same things, I'm sure. And uh, she'll be a rich, famous person or at least get a big sum of money for doing what she did. So that's that's the way society works, people. Hopefully Kavanaugh is innocent, and I, I think he is. I really do think he is. Was he a dumb jock back in the day? Sure, and did some shit like fucking around with girls and all kinds of shit, like drunk sex. And yeah, who hasn't? 
I'm fine with the drunk, coming-of-age, house-party atmosphere. No problem there. Women make mistakes there, mess around with guys they shouldn't have, and they regret it later. That's okay. It's a learning experience. Guys mess around with women that they wake up next to and go, oh, God, I wish I wouldn't have done that. That's a learning experience. It works both ways. Can't we just accept that? Why does regret turn to turn to rape all the time? Like, ah, oh, shit, I wish I wouldn't have had sex with this person. Well, I'm going to say he raped me. I take back consent after the fact. That's garbage. That shouldn't be a thing. That should be a learning experience. And that's where it should end. Anyway, on to... The news. Canadian woman texts the wrong number. Oh, God, I can't read. Canadian woman texts to the wrong number, brings a kind stranger to the family wake. Okay. An accidental text to the wrong number brought a little levity to a difficult day for one Canadian family, resulting in a kind-hearted college student driving 30 minutes away to attend a wake for someone she never met with a fruit bowl in hand. That's nice. Nothing like a little citrus. On September 17th, Lena Ali. Oh, pitiful. That's not Ali. That's that's fucking... uh, (laughs) That's Mr. T. Uh... Ali, no vehicle never called me nigger. Yes, he said that. That doesn't make me racist. Shut up. Lena Ali recently uh, received a text from an unknown number that she soon learned belonged to a woman named Dawn Burke, who was looked for. Who was looked for? Her nephew. That's uh. That's not me screwing up reading. That's just what it says. Who was looked for? Her nephew, Quinton. Quitting the Toronto Star reports. That's that's a horrible line. Hey, is this quitting? Burke asked. To which Ali played along. Okay, it's Auntie Dawn. Just to let you know, Auntie Debbie's celebration of life. What the fuck? So Ali played along. So you got a text from someone. What did she say? What did what what did this Lena Ali say? It just said she played along. Hey, is this Quinn? Yeah, want to suck my dick? What did she say? What? <laughs> Maybe is it? Yeah, Aunt Dawn, want to suck this dick? <laughs> what did she say? Oh, and Aunt Dawn apparently said, okay, it's Auntie Dawn. Auntie. I don't like that name. Auntie. Hello, Auntie. I don't care what level of finance or race you level of race there's not level of race but what race you are or level of finance uh, I don't like auntie it sounds snooty just to let you know Aunt De- auntie Debbie's celebration of life that I like I like the celebration of life it's not a funeral celebration of life will be Friday between 1 and 4 giving details about the Niagara Falls Ontario event and then uh, the response from uh, Muhammad Ali was, I'm just playing. This isn't Quentin. I'm just playing. How about, I'm sorry for your loss. This is not Quentin. I just playing. I'm just playing. Don't get upset. I'm just playing. This isn't Quentin. Got the wrong number, Auntie Dawn. 
But I can come celebrate Auntie Debbie's celebration of life with you guys. But can I come? Blah, 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 blah. Moved by the ge- gesture. Bur- moved by the gesture. I'm sure she was moved. She probably thought, oh, this fucking asshole. I wasted my time texting this person and now they're fucking with me. Moved by the gesture, Burke says yes. September 28th, Muhammad Ali prepared a fruit bowl. A lot of bananas. Hope, hoped, hopped in a car with her childhood friend, Yasmin. Probably Jasmine, but Yasmin. And drove 30 minutes away to Debbie whatever's wake the star reports while walking into a sea of confused faces around 400 people she had never met Muhammad Ali sought out Burke who was thrilled to discover that the unexpected guest had ultimately made it I showed her the fruit bowl and she freaked out and got all excited oh that's nice that's nice that this lady's anyway nice that this lady's uh, funeral became about some text messaging mishap and that's what everybody cared about we went from, oh, jeez, look at Debbie. She's so nice. It wasn't, like, she looks really good. Didn't they make her up really nice? It really looks like her. It looks like her. It really does. She's colder, but it looks like her. Oh, look at the fruit basket. Muhammad Ali came. Hey, let me tell you the story. Everybody come around. Let's make it about me. Maybe I can get on Fox News and have a story about me. About me. It's all about me. Anyway, in the days since the story has gone viral on Twitter, of course, because that's what matters when somebody dies, that you can make a Twitter comment that means something to you. And more than uh, 1,270 shares, many found it to be hilarious, heartwarming, and sweet that Ali went to the ec- went the extra mile to show support for a family and strangers during the time of Eve. Ali, too, got to meet the famous Quentin at the end. A famous Quentin. I don't care about this story anymore. You made somebody's death about yourself. You got on... I mean, it's a funny story. Like, it, it, it's a humorous story. But the story should be, I think, if you're talking about it, about... Okay, let, let, let's bring this to light a little bit. The woman that came, the Ali, was in a... What do you call that? What do, what do the Muslim women wear on their heads? Let me, let me look that up. What do Muslim women wear on their heads? It's something. It's, a, it's not a towel. That's racist, somehow. Uh, Muslim head wrap. Uh, what's it called? Hajib? Uh, I guess Hajib? Yeah, well, she was wearing a Hajib. That's the only reason this story mattered. And the fact that she had to have that on to make it a story tells you a little bit about the way society is today. And yes, if you hear some weirdness in between that last little bit of audio and now, it's because I had to pee. And I got up and God damn it, I went as my God damn it right. So, Florida mom claims newborn baby mistakenly breastfed by another woman. A new mom in Orange Park, Florida claims her newborn son was mistakenly breastfed by another woman. 
Joy Brown. Joy, spelled J-O-I-I. Because she's just creative, you know. I feel this baby's going to be creative. A nurse at Orange Park Medical Center accidentally brought her son, Roman, to the wrong... (coughs) Wow, excuse me. To the wrong room following his circumcision. If they would have just bit it off like a normal person, it would have been fine. She was told the procedure would take only 30 minutes, but realized something was wrong when the nurses in the facility returned him more than an hour later. At the time, nurses explained to Brown that her child was mistakenly taken to another woman's room. The woman, who has not yet been identified, reportedly breastfed Brown's son for a few minutes before the oversight came to light. Ugh. Nothing worse than fake tit milk. I, I never had. Oh, I, I'm sure I had breast milk. I, I don't know. I'll have to ask my mother that if she breastfed me. But uh, I'm assuming so. They didn't really have formulas and stuff like that back then that I know. It was shocking, Brown said, of the mix-up. All you had to do was look at the wristband and see it wasn't her child. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration warns feeding a baby with breast milk that's not sourced from the mother can present possible health and safety risks for the baby. That's great. You suck on a fake titty. No, okay. You suck on a rogue tit. The tit was rogue. And you go in there, huckle, 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 huckle. And you get a little bit of milk in there that ain't your mother's. And now, what do you got? What do you got? You got a fucking hand growing out of your fucking testicle. That's what happens. Little, what's his fucking name? Little Roman? Little Roman's got a pinky growing out of his asshole now because mom couldn't get the fucking right wristband on. That's not what happened at all. The hospital did it. The goddamn hospital. Anyway, risks for the baby include exposure to infectious diseases, including HIV, nothing worse than AIDS tits, to chemical contaminants such as illegal drugs and limited number of prescription drugs that might be in human milk. Ugh. Human milk. Sale. I'm actually having a hard time saying Human milk. Human milk. Sounds disgusting. That said, using donated breast milk is not uncommon and is safe as long as the milk has been tested for harmful bacteria. Yes, there's a guy in a lab that sits there, takes a big swig of the tit milk and goes... (laughs) And if he lives, you can sell that tit milk then. He then throws it up and puts it in a thing and you can drink it. Following the incident, Brown told the news station the medical center was immediately ran tests on her son. As of now, he appears healthy. That's good. Little Roman, the tit milk smuggler, will be okay. On to the next. On, on to the next. The first picture of Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers is what you need today. And boy, does it look weird. It just looks weird. An old guy wearing sneakers with khakis is just weird. Uh, Tom Hanks is ready to be your neighbor. Hello, neighbor. Why don't you come in and have some ice cream that I may have laced with something. Meet my friend Bill. He has a doctorate from Temple. He'll put you right to sleep. Who's gonna put 
multiple penis and you want to get sleep. That's what I do. You wake up halfway in between. It's funny because it's my penis and that is great. Who go, hey, hey, fat Arnold, look at my penis raping you while you're sleeping. Anyway. Sony Pictures had released the first photo of actor Fred Rogers. Oh, Tom Cruise as Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers from the upcoming as yet untitled film about the iconic child star, child star, child's show host. Uh, he just looks creepy. Let's let's just end that there. Tom Hanks, look it up as uh, as Mr. Rogers. It it just looks funny. And why do we have to spell out Mr. When we spell Mr. Rogers, can't we just put the M-R period instead of the M-I-S-T-E-R? Seems uh, excessive. All right. Your ultimate guide to DNA at home testing kits. I don't care. I don't know why that's up here. Oh, well, that actually seems to be all the news that I have today. Well, people, I guess that would be the end of the show. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Hope you all follow me on Instagram because I post pictures of steak and uh, also updates about the show. And uh, we have a MySpace. Kidding. MySpace. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Is MySpace still a thing? Can somebody tell me that? Um, yeah. So, hope you enjoyed the show. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on Gab. By the way, look that up, JBB. I think it's JBB. Um, I'm on there. I'm on. Uh, you can you can download the stuff. You can download the show on Stitcher, Spotify. Go on Podbean. You can find all the all the show information there. Just look up the I'm Just Saying show or I'm Just Saying with Justin Worley. YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. Look us up there. And uh, hope you enjoy the show. Hope you have a great weekend and look forward to talking to you next week. Later!
we're running a little bit hot tonight. I can barely see the road from the heat coming up. Reach down between my legs. Ease the seat. 